what's up? This is a special edition of Marsha's Plate where we review the show Pose on FX. All right? Uh, what Diana say? Don't call the doctor. Don't call the mama. Don't call the preacher. Welcome back to Marsha's Plate. Make sure if you join the conversation, you hashtag Marsha's Plate and pose FX. Um, we're going to cover a lot of topics. This episode was really deep, um, heartfelt. So if you hear us talking about anything and you have something to add, make sure you hashtag us. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. We are under... M-A-R-S-H-A-S-P-L-A-T-E. That's M-A-R-S-H-A-S-P-L-A-T-E. Hashtag us. We don't care if you agree or disagree. We just want to hear your opinion. So, you know, come join the conversation. Hey, what's up, y'all? So, I have a special guest. (laughs) Since I normally... um, since I normally have the combination of a trans woman and a gay boy, gay man, on the show to do polls because I felt like that was perfect representation. But this particular episode was a girl's trip. <laughs> so I brought another one of the girls to discuss this particular topic. And it is Brianna Jenkins. Hey y'all, I'm back again. Hey, back again on the show. You guys heard her um, back when I was at BTAC. She, we discussed sex work. We discussed what else did we talk about? Mainly um, sex work, like decriminalization. Yeah, decriminalization of sex. So, Uh if you want to, I put the link in the bottom of that particular show that she was on on Marsha's Play, and she has been. Um, an avid listener and supporter, and we appreciate it. So she's here in town, staying with me for a little vacation before she take her ass back to law school. Yes, for honey. The, for the having a hot girl summer yes. here in Texas, Houston. Yeah. So she came girls down trip. to visit girl, a literal <laughs> girls trip. Coming on down because you know she is. She needs to, some self care yes. and a break yes. from school because she's about to be lawyerizing. Yes. Ah, uh, I just know that's hectic. Mm. <laughs> Don't remind me. Do not remind me. Because when school start on August the twenty sixth. Okay, oh my god. Yeah. So you got you got some time now. You can go back home and rest. Yeah. And just rest and recuperate and then get ready for the battle. Yeah, try to. <laughs> yes. So, let's start this episode. The beginning of this episode starts with Blanca in this hot-ass apartment. <laughs> <laughs> and we definitely can relate because it's hot as fuck in Houston now. I have central air. <laughs> Which I appreciate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, it's cool in the house. But when you go outside the house, goddamn. Mississippi goddamn. So she's kind of tossing and turning because of the heat. She can't sleep. And um, she actually gets a phone call. Four o'clock in the morning. She answers the phone. And bam, you can tell by her face, it's not some good news. Right. So apparently, her salon 
caught on fire. She's over it. She's talking to the people. The people is like, now you know that this acetone and all that kind of stuff is flammable, girl. This is what's going to happen. And she was like, um, bitch, I do nails. Of course I'm going to have acetone. Right. <laughs> what exactly. you mean? What you mean? I'm going to have acetone in my fucking place. But um, what she didn't understand, what she didn't realize that she didn't have was insurance in case something happened, which most businesses have insurance. But this is a time, I feel like now, I think we talked about this um, a couple of episodes ago. This was a time, there's a lot of education going around now in regards to business acumen, in regards to how to handle things legally, in regards to, you get what I'm saying? I don't think back in the day, everybody just was abreast to what you should do in regards to business. I don't think that back in the day that that was the case. So I think it's really reasonable for her not to think about insurance. She's just trying to get to the salon and make money. There's a lot of people who start businesses without the proper things to protect their business, Mm -hmm. even nowadays. But like now you can kind of think of when you talk about just different, different scenarios, you feel what I'm saying? Where people act like they, you should automatically know stuff. Oh, you didn't know you should have that. No, bitch. I didn't know that I should have, um, insurance in 80 because i would have had it i would have had it yeah (laughs) fuck out of here like it's a lot of stuff i can't think of something right now but it's a lot of things where people act like oh she should have known what no that's not common knowledge not back in 1990 (laughs) come on right yeah so she was kind of mad at herself that she didn't know she needed insurance and then of course the devil herself walks in in yellow <laughs> Frederica, what was her? What Frederica was her last name? I don't know. Look, I looking like a Twinkie, <laughs> right? And she says, "Oh, oh my God, I can't believe that your salon burned down. Lucky for me, I just so happened to up the insurance claim before it catches on fire. You taught me well. <laughs> you taught me to prepare for to get bit. So, honey, here I am. I can't wait to remodel this motherfucker and you be out. <laughs> what she wanted all along. Exactly. So, I'm sure, pretty sure it's implied that she was the one that probably orchestrated orchestrated the fire Mm -hmm. we know we know how she works she's like a ghetto motherfucker she's ghetto she worked the kind of street gangster way just on the white end with money yeah you ain't no different than any other motherfucking gangster robber set up boy in the hood you is exactly like that yes (laughs) and that's kind of what another thing that i i hate when people act like um like they're not any different there is a lower class of this side of the tracks Mm -hmm. there's a there's a lower ghetto ratchet doing setup shit on the side of the white people side too they ain't just nice and not doing ghetto shit this is ghetto to me very much so um so i kind of felt sorry for blanca you know because she did put her savings into this and this is something that she really has been working on so i was really kind of devastated for her so the scene goes to blanca back at the her apartment um, with her mother and her daughter and her sister, mm-hmm. just trying to make sense of everything that happened. That happened. They're coming yeah. as a console whore yeah. and supporter. Yeah. And, you know, while they're there in the apartment trying to console <laughs> Blanca about a, her turmoil. In a Electra, very hot apartment. In a very hot. <laughs> a moist apartment. <laughs> a steamy apartment. Yes. An uncomfortable <laughs> apartment. And Electra is not letting you forget it, bitch. Yes. <laughs> She is complaining, 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 complaining about the heat in the middle of them trying to talk 
trying to pep talk Blanca. So you get some nice things being said by Lulu and Angel, and then you're going to get some kind of heat complaint from Electra, and it's just back and forth, back and forth. Um, But... Oh, no, no, no. The the scene where she's at the Hellfire Club. Yeah, so before this... She's actually at the Hellfire Club with a client. It's hot there. So clearly this is a hot-ass fucking summer for New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was at the Hellfire, and she was, I forgot, we, we rolled over a client because we don't like to think about clients because we don't give a fuck about So clients. traumatizing. <laughs> want to yeah. get to the good part. want to get to the good part. Yeah. So she was in Hellfire doing her thing, making her money, and she has a client that clearly likes to be dressed up in these vinyl suits and left alone. To his own devices. But you you know, Electra has a history of leaving clients alone and some shit gets yeah, fucked we, up. Yeah, we saw what happened in episode three, <laughs> how right. that turned out. We was not fucking with that. So Electra was like, honey, I got things to do and I'm not fucking with this. <laughs> so what are you trying to do? Yeah, but even before that, before that, the conversation that she was having with her other co-worker about it being August and it's right. usually the slow time of year and mm-hmm. this is when the clients usually go back to their families and they're on the their last vacation of the summer. Mm, so gotcha. to, to set that, to set the stage for the next scene and what ultimately happens in the rest of the episode. But I thought that that conversation was interesting, especially in reference to the clientele that they deal with. Yeah. That deals with these niche people, but they represent this upper class and probably conservative people. Right. And how, how that who can afford to go on vacation. Yeah. And ultimately how that impacts the people at the bottom of the totem pole. Right. Because I know me particularly that didn't affect me when I was an escort the the sump going to your summer home type of stuff because I don't I think that's more of a maybe that particular area of yes. sex sex work yes because it costs so much money to to for the hour for like a dominatrix it some you have to be a certain caliber of client to be able to afford yeah that. and for me my caliber of client wasn't that because I wasn't a dex, uh, 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 a dominatrix. Mm-hmm. So what the times for me that would go where it was slow is... A recession or something. It, recession it, it, or it, like Christmas. Christmas time, yeah. like family times. Yeah. You know, shit like that. So yeah. it would get slow around Thanksgiving. It would get slow around Christmas time, December, blah, 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 blah. But that's when I really saw a time when clients really, their lives outside of... You know, their lives, what they did in their lives, their personal lives affected my coins. So, definitely Christmas time. Christmas yeah. and Thanksgiving. Yes. One Thanksgiving I kind of cleaned up. Because there's a, there's two things that happened. Let, well, then I can't really say that. Because I could, I could see a different in clientele, but not really slow down. Because what happens is, because Christmas and holiday time is such a family time, if they want to get away. They want to get away. Because it's such a hectic holiday time with your family blah 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 or they could not be in a family so because everybody else in their lives is with a family they're they like oh i got some free time and everybody else is kicking it with their family and i don't have one so let me see what my favorite escort is doing so yeah. it kind of balanced it out because i remember this one thanksgiving i thought that it was going to be slow this i think this thanksgiving in 2004 i thought it was going to be like slow and baby i was cleaning up 
I was like, damn, can I get a break? <laughs> it, was, it was wore out. I was cleaning up. And I was like, God, I thought it was going to be slow because it was Thanksgiving weekend. And yeah. baby, no. Especially after, not not on Thanksgiving, but Thanksgiving night. And th- that weekend, baby, that was wear me out. I was cleaning up. It was Honey, because they be over the family. Yeah. And they need a personal playtime. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, oh, whatever, girl. Yeah. Whatever. So, yeah. So, Electra is... Talking about that that kind of exchange in time and exchanging um changing clientele and how it's getting slow or whatever, but she also has a conversation with her client that sparks an idea. He talks about him having a beach house and him wishing that she could come to the beach house and do what he likes. That means leave him alone <laughs> in his little vinyl suits. So while she's with Blanca and the other girls in this hot ass apartment. She is, she's, of course, she comes up with the idea that, oh, I can use this nigga's beach house for a trip for me and my girls. Before she gets to that, they ask her, because she was complaining about the heat, they ask her, like, bitch, well, why we ain't sitting in your motherfucking house? You got the nice fucking um, upscale apartment. Why we ain't sitting in your shit? But we all know. Yes. <laughs> Why we not sitting in meanwhile, her Meanwhile, back at the ranch. Back at her ranch. Meanwhile, back in the the, the box or whatever yeah, thing. She, that the she got the walking dead in her box. <laughs> <laughs> so, so and it's, she's apparently when the weather changes. When it, it gets hotter. Yeah. The, when it the gets, smell. The smell gets worse, up. of course. Mm-hmm. And so... You know, it is a dead body, and that's just what it that's is. That's what they do. That's what they do. Decompose, De- decomposition, and, <laughs> and bodily fluids, uh-huh, all that kind of stuff. Yes. So she got the. Mo- I was cracking up when I seen them car things. Oh, the the pine fresheners <laughs> yeah, from old school car thing. I was cracking up. So she can't have them at her house because it's like, girl, I got a whole body in there. She don't say that, but you know. Blanca, Blanca knows, knows and she knows. So they give each other a look. So at the end of this conversation, she comes up with the idea that the trip is on me. We're gonna go and do a girls' trip, just get away, just us four, and get our life. So they go on a girls' trip. Yay! Yes. The next scene is Blanca, Lulu, and Angel. Um. They meet Electra at her house. Yes. So they <laughs> Angel and Lulu keeps mentioning smell. Yes. They're like, what's that smell? <laughs> and Electra's like, it's just pine. <laughs> no, sis. It's the body under the pine tree, sis. <laughs> the body under the pine tree. Yes. So they're all. Electra is expecting them. To, we're going on a beach trip. I need y'all. You know how Electra is. Everything is a production for her. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so she wants everybody on the trip to be sickening. She wants everybody to be in their bathing suits, proper attire. Mm-hmm. You know, it's Electra, honey. Y'all, my daughters, regardless if we're in the same house or not, I'm still going to orchestrate it like it's my house. Yes. <laughs> so she is. Waiting for everybody to examine everybody, see if everybody's giving the look that she wants them to give. So Angel's first. Of course, Angel is that girl. Body down. She's going to be body. She's going to be, you know, she's high film. Yeah, yeah, she's high film girl just like Electra, where she's going to always have a full face of makeup. She's always going to be her eyes, something. She's going to give that. So, of course, Electra approved. Lulu comes down. Um, She got on the shawl. She's complaining about her weight. 
And, you know. Which was a try, bitch. You, you know damn well you're not fat. <laughs> <laughs> well, that don't stop a, a whatever size she is from thinking they fat. <laughs> Uh, anyway, she she looked cute. She looked cute. Yeah, she looked cute. She and Electra was like, you know, stand up straight. Don't be slouching and doing all that shit. You know, blah, blah, blah. So overall, her look, she approved for. And here comes <laughs> Blanca. <Abu. laughs> here comes Blanca tipping in in a, some jean shorts, a tank top, and a hat. A hat. <laughs> So it's like okay. you're trying to get clapped. <laughs> you're trying, you're, you're, that's like, the goal. Is that the goal? <laughs> yeah. Like I, I didn't get it, but you know they're telling her girl, no. Electra was like, no. If you don't have a swimsuit, and Angel first, Angel was like, oh, if it's about the tuck, honey, I got some I extra, extra tape, tape. Baby, We can wear that out. Yeah. And so she was like, no, it's not that. And Electra was like, oh, this is about the salon, bitch. I, I can go get you something out of my guest bedroom, some some kind of bathing suit from that. It might be a, a fragrance <laughs> on it, but it's still wet. <laughs> <laughs> It might smell might like be. the dawn of the day, yeah. But you smell know. like a a pot of day old greens, but you know. <laughs> so, the beach water wash that right on out. It will. <laughs> <laughs> so, but Blanca kind of gets kind of mad because she says it's not about that. It's about I don't have the confidence that you have. I don't. I don't want to be exposed. And then she started to talk about not wanting people to clock her and call her tranny and call her a man and blah 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 blah. So I think this was I think this was a moment of them trying to shine light on the experience of a trans woman. Yes. Um for me, this is the difference in the privilege of passing and the privilege of not passing. Yes. When you pass, you can just go through the world without this kind of drama. But somebody who doesn't pass, um, you know, this is what you have to go through. And it also made me think about is being somebody that tries to cultivate groups of other trans women friends, just the different dynamics of trying to uh, cultivate those friendships, especially when you are friends with a group of girls and some every girl has varying levels of passing privilege. And these are some of the same situations that you run into girls not wanting to hang out in public or when we're going in public girls worrying about getting clocked and then kind of making them paranoid. So it kind of, I'm kind of glad that they had this conversation and this episode is about a group of girls coming together and just what that look like, what that looks like and trying to explore that dynamic because it is hard, but through conversations and through understanding people's point of views and supporting folks where they're at, I think as far as, friendship it makes our sisterhood um and our bond stronger because everybody everybody is not at the same level of passing privilege and some people some people don't want to be and that's okay but you can still support somebody and you can still understand somebody because i feel like sometimes it's like well why you should try to be real or you should try to do this or for us to be in public and this is like no, like everybody's not going to give that, but we still have to support and make everybody feel comfortable. Now, I think that's a, a mature stance, though. Yeah, I, yeah, that is that's, defi- a, that's, that's definitely an evolution. Uh, right. So let's it, let's unpack the prior to evolution. Yeah, let's unpack that. So, did have you ever been in? Ex- for me, I know 
the, the point of getting your surgeries, getting your things, and trying to blend is that you don't have the kind of complications that B- Blanca yeah. was describing. Yeah. I want to go out in the world and people not say, that's a man, yeah. that's a tranny, da-da-da-da, because I don't want that drama. I want you to see me as a woman. I want to just be in the world without that drama, without getting bricks and apples and oranges thrown at me. I, or without getting pointed at, without mm. kids crying when they see me and saying that's a man or whatever it is, I want to be in the world without that. So when I, so if I, if I do everything, if I work hard, I work. Um, I'm having fucking turning tricks just to get my titties right, to get my face right, to get my hair right, to get everything right, and then I, and I'm walking around the house. I'm mean, walking around the streets with this girl who I feel is not giving it the effort that I think she should give. And here we go tipping around and you getting us clocked. And now everybody is a man <laughs> because we together. Is that a problem for a mature girl? Absolutely. But for an immature girl, and I remember being the immature yeah. girl. I definitely remember being the immature girl. It's nothing for me now because I'm a grown ass woman being through life, being clocked a million of times. Yeah. Been, you get what I'm saying? I've yeah. been in situations where I, I unclocked a million times. You feel what I'm saying? It's, I've been in situations yeah. where I know that it, that it was a superficial, immature girl who was insecure about that, uh, yeah. insecure about herself. Yeah. But in the moment, I thought that I was right. Because I work too hard to be deal with this. When I'm by myself, I don't get this. Yeah, and that's definitely the the mindset. And I I have definitely been that girl. Like, well, I don't want her to walk around with me because like I'm trying to get through and I'm real and I. So I I definitely understand that. But to to me, it's all about the the evolution and the maturity. Because I know for me, a goal of mine is true sisterhood amongst trans feminine women or trans like that's something that's very important to me Mm -hmm. so that's why i made it a priority to work through that and to really work on cultivating um those relationships and not trying to be like you need to do this for Mm -hmm. your transition right because it puts it's put uh, by not being in that mature level it puts other you are you are literally upholding cis heteronormativity yeah you are literally doing that and if you haven't unpacked how that can be a problem then you think because your transition is rooted in that like in the beginning of your transition yeah you're trying you're trying to be the most binary yes you're you're trying to fit into that box any girl that threatens that it's, mm-hmm. uh, you, you see her as a danger. You see her mm-hmm. as a threat. You don't want her around. But I know for me, I'm not, I'm to the point, and I've been in situations where I was friends with girls that were visibly trans. You could tell that they were trans, but because they were my friend or because that was my sis, I didn't mind taking the clock for them because it's like, well, at least we all together and at least I'm showing you that, you know, I'm a sister or I'm being a friend to you. So, to me, it's not a big deal, but to a young girl that whose realness is the biggest thing to them, and that's all they have, I could I could see the tension, and I could see the dynamics, and I could see how that could be um, a bad thing. Yes, it was. That was me. That was me prior to prior to twenty two. Mm-hmm. Like prior twenty two is when I really kind of changed my attitude about shit. Because I started being friends with a person who I really, really liked 
Yeah. I really liked her. And we would be in situations where, like, we would go to Walmart. And anybody who go to Walmart, you know it'd be some daddies in Walmart. It do. <laughs> we, we were just at Walmart yes. last night. It'd be, some da- it'd be some daddies <laughs> in Walmart. And... Sometimes that could be a playground for you to get numbers, for you to get, you get what I'm saying? And if I'm walking around with you and motherfuckers is clocking you, it's going to ruin my fun that I like to have at Walmart. Yeah. But I started to, we were in a situation where I left her. Like the train? (laughs) I pulled a Z. (laughs) Bring it on out. I pulled a Z. And I left her on in a in, in a in a aisle because I seen Trey coming and I I wanted to separate from her. So if I if I if I, if I got the chance to talk to somebody, I want to get my clock on my own. I don't want it to be associative clocked. <laughs> I don't want to be clocked by association. I don't want to do that. I want to get my clock on my own, which just does not normally happen. I, if I'm usually by myself, I get through. Let me talk. Da 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 da. So for me. I, I, I was like, oh no, I'm about to tip over to this other aisle and I'll meet you at the at the register and blah 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 blah. Got to the register and there was this moment with the little kid where the little kid was clocking her and saying something out loud. And it was pissing me off that the mama wasn't checking the little kid. Mm-hmm. But then it shined a light on my hypocrisy. It, it it from in that moment I was like, bitch, what what were you doing? And and I, I thought it was just, all this was happening internally. You feel what I'm saying? So I wasn't saying nothing, but all this was happening internally yeah. until maybe like weeks later because I thought I was being slick. I thought I wasn't, I wasn't doing it in a way that she would notice. Weeks later, like a month later, we were in not an argument, but a girl kiki session just in the house and uh-huh. we were talking and she brought it up as if like, self-deprecating she was like you know how y'all just be leaving me in the walmart or wherever y'all just kind of leave and leave me because y'all don't want to get clocked i felt so embarrassed Mm -hmm. her realizing that i was doing it me thinking that i was being so slick (laughs) and her not noticing it and her mentioning it made me so embarrassed that i was doing that to another sister yeah it was so embarrassing internally and i just was and I got really defensive. And I start saying stuff like, girl, I don't like to be getting pointed and clocked. I don't like that. That's not what I got in this for. And it, I was really just putting every defensive, insecure thing about me on her. And at the end of the conversation, I felt stupid. I felt, bitch, that's, it's, it's not fair. It's not fair to her. It's not who you want to be in the world. It's not how you want to engage. Yeah. Did it change immediately in that moment? No, but I checked myself. Slowly but surely, I got to the point where I didn't give a fuck. And so after that, I never really had those issues because I didn't want to be that person that did that. Yeah. And so how I worked it out was it... And this, I don't know how this worked for you, if it worked for you, but in my mind, how I justified it was, I would tell myself, if you, if I'm walking through the Walmart with my mama, my biological mother, and she's not getting clocked because I'm with her, that's a, that's fish to me. You feel what I'm saying? 
if you a woman and you fish about it, it don't matter who you with. I know like cisgender women that could be in a room full of trannies and the people will still say, that's a woman right there. <laughs> so if you really on that level that you think you are, bitch, it don't matter who you with. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. That, and so in my mind, I was like, if you if you on that level, bitch, it don't matter who you with. So see, let's see. Test yourself, bitch. <laughs> and so that's what I started to do. I started to be like, I just want to be on that level where no matter who I'm with, I'm a woman. (laughs) And so that's how kind of how I justified it and how I kind of got over it where I I just started to think about myself. Like if you get clocked because she getting clocked, bitch, you got clocked because you look like a man too. (laughs) (laughs) And that might be shady too, but I wasn't leaving it. (laughs) I wasn't leaving the people in the situation. I wasn't leaving her nowhere and I still was going out with them. So that's kind of how I evolved out of that situation and just and then going through life and, you know, and because when you talk about the levels of passability and levels of where you are, you could be that girl that's not you. You there's multiple cliques that we hang in. We got multiple spirits, especially nowadays where we're traveling to different cities and, and know different girls. You could be the clock box next week in the yeah. group. Yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You could be the passable one next week because you got three bricks with you. Yeah. And the, or or next week you the brick because <laughs> you got the, the upper echelon girls tipping in. You see what I'm saying? It's it's you it you, you can easily turn into the one that the girls don't want to hang around with. Yeah. Depending on your level of where you are, then you add the non-binary thing where this bitch ain't even trying to be cis heteronormative. She's just trying to live her life the way she want to live her life. Yeah. Does she have a right to do that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Should I not hang with her just because she's in that middle ground where she wants to be? Mm-hmm. Should I not hang with her? And so navigating those spaces and thinking about it and being in the position to question it and maturely look at it, oh, especially over 30, bitch, please. I don't I don't ever do that. I don't ever worry about who I'm going out with. We just get in our life and bet nobody say shit. And I live for the fact if we're all together and it's like, you ready, girl? Like, yes. <laughs> I, I, li- I personally live for that. So. Oh, my God. I want to thank all of our new patrons this week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yay, 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 yay. So not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast, you know, I also donate to other podcasts. I donate to other organizations. I have my finger on the post of the community. And I know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here. So you're not only helping to sustain us, you're helping to sustain other people in a community. Because I put my money where my mouth is. You know, that's just the kind of bitch I am. Community is fuck. (laughs) So thank you. I really, really appreciate you. And if you have not become a patron, why have you not? You can donate as low as a dollar a month. It doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please. Do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> All righty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. So Blanca, they take, they all go with Blanca to the store and 
and Angel treats her to uh, a new bathing suit, mm-hmm. which looked light years better than what she, what she stepped into Electra's door with because right. I was I was concerned. I yeah. was like, this is a try. <laughs> no, but she looked real cute in the in bathing suit. Yeah, in the yeah. blue bathing, the two-piece. She looked real cute. Mm-hmm. And now they were ready to get in the car the and hit the road. So apparently... Electra don't know how to drive. No. <laughs> and she pulled a stunt and got some kind of driver's license from someplace and got a car rental and yes. was able to get a car to ride on to the beach. It, this reminded me of I have a homegirl. Her name is Diamond Two, but she's she's in she's a little bit older. She's almost fifty. And she when she was coming up thinking about stunt, pulling stunts. Stunts were so easy. Now, what we mean by pulling stunts is doing, like, illegal... Illegal activity. Illegal activities that requ- that's, like, fraud. Like, credit card fraud, check fraud, da-da-da. That's pulling stunts. So, stunts were so easy back then because, like, getting fake IDs and getting stuff... There were no databases. There were yeah, no it was registry. no telechecks. It was yeah. no it was no telecheck. It was no um what's the other people uh, whatever. It was nothing like that that could really they could call and even in those situations you can work around that. You can Honey, you can change the numbers and oh, try it again. And now, if you try to come in and do a check stunt, <laughs> you're going you're going to jail for for a while. So, yeah. listeners, don't stop the magic. Don't do the magic. It was cute back in the nineties uh, when everything was in computer automated. Uh-huh. And if you come in with a check, that's an instant clock. Yes, yes, yes. No, no, no. But now it's more into credit card fraud. Yeah, and that's still working, darling. Yeah. <laughs> So still working. As long as you got the bitch number, you can wear it out. But everybody eventually gets caught. I don't know. I've never been caught. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> so I'm still here, baby. <laughs> so it, it reminded me of a time in stunting where it just was like a free for all. Motherfuckers was making coins, making like living good off of stunts <laughs> and so i remember it reminded me of that her getting that car her having the access to fake ids i know houston because it's like a really big immigrant population they have places that you can come down and get a state id with with your picture on it in a different name with every state oh wow every single state they had the they had the template for every single state mm-hmm. and you can just pick so you would so me and my girls we would go down and get like six different names, six different IDs from six different states. <laughs> Just to do stunts with it, wear it out. <laughs> so it was a lovely time in hustling and stunting. Emphasis on was. Was. <laughs> that is, is not Again, the case now. Disclaimer. <laughs> you try, do it at your own try risk. Try at your own risk. Yes, 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 yes. yes. So Alexa <laughs> and the girls hop in the car like to Wong Fu. <laughs> and hit the road. Not too long, fool. <laughs> That's what it reminds me. It's <laughs> uh, style, substance, or style. Is that what the line was? Vita Boem. Anyway, <laughs> so the girls drive to the beach, and the next scene is them at the beach. At so. The- 
at the house. At the house, yes, 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 yes. They pull up to the house. Now, this is the house of the client, so it is looking lovely. I actually have been to this house because I have a friend who is a multi-million dollar home broker, a real estate broker, and when homes go on the market to sell, he goes and looks at them so he can describe them to clients. So he's the one who's selling them. So he goes and look. And so he took me on a trip to go look at this particular house. Mm -hmm. um, it was beautiful. So seeing it, it was kind of surprised seeing it on the um, on the show. So I'm sure somebody rich connected to this. Yes. Yes. Wear it out. So it was, it's a beautiful, 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 beautiful home. So they tip in and <laughs> Electra has to show them the the client in the cage. <laughs> no, no, the girls ask. So how did we get something nice like this? Yes, because this so, ain't no. What's the royalty? Because this is too. It's too nice. We not sweating. Uh, right, we are dry. We it's got big cool long ass windows. What the, what's going on? Yes. We, know, we know we smell the stunt. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what's going on? And the next scene cuts to <laughs> Electra's client in the cage. Back Bound in the her gimp, <laughs> right. bound in the garage in a cage. So for me, I'm like, I wouldn't be playing with this. <laughs> like you in this hot ass garage. What if you have like a heat stroke or something? Exactly. Like what if something like girl, you don't had two, you don't one too many. The magic of TV, y'all. The magic yeah. of TV. I'm like, no. You, I at least would have. You can be in the cage, but not in the heat. In the in the heat in the garage i'll be scared you don't even got a straw attached to his mouth for water for water or... yes i didn't like it i wasn't feeling it but you know they got that trip out of it so blanca wasn't feeling it either because blanca was like girl we remember what happened in episode three like come on and so she was like don't worry about it blah 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 okay so and nothing ended up happening but um the next thing they are in, they are on the beach. Yes. And it is Angel, Blanca, um, Electra, and Lulu. They are... What was the, They had a discussion about swimming. They had a discussion about... Um, Blanca was trying to get them to get in the water. Yes. Trying to get them to swim. And then I remember Electra and Lulu having a conversation about getting clocked yeah there was like a white couple behind them looking at them yeah and lulu was like i hope they are not clocking us what, what are they looking at and then that conversation went to a conversation about candy about um electra she felt like everybody got to have a final moment with candy at the funeral right but she didn't have the opportunity to have that moment right and a lot of people talked about that online well yeah. like why at, on, on episode four why didn't everybody had a moment with candy except for electra yes and so um i guess this was later on in the show this is her like electra her candy moment yeah kinda. so um I think it points out, too, about how we can be insecure because we're trans. We can be insecure about kind of normal things happening sometimes, too, where we don't know if you clocking us. We don't know if you're um, or you're just looking like it could be either one. But because we're so used to people being shady, people making little snarky ass fucking comments, you get what I'm saying? If they mm -hmm. are clocking us. 
if you looking the wrong way, we might snap on your motherfucking yeah. ass. We might we might give you a what are you looking at yeah. or you know because and you might, it might not be nothing. You might just be looking. We might be sickening to you. It might yeah. you get it could be positive or negative or nothing. But because we are trans and we get the negative so bad, sometimes we can't overreact yeah. or be over paranoid because or sometimes I think about situations where you're dealing with somebody and it's a misgender, but it's not like a shady misgender. It's like a, sometimes they'll they'll say it and they won't look up at you. And then as soon as they see you, they're like, oh, no, no, excuse me. I mean, miss or I mean, but because of our trauma and everything that we go through and we do experience people being shady, sometimes we can overreact and you know, right. blow it up. So it Make also, it worse. I've been yeah. in that situation where, especially at work, yeah. where they're not actually by me and they hear me because I do have a deep voice. Yeah. And, um... And they'll say, they'll say, they they misgender me, but when they look up and see me, they be like, oh, this is a woman. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to yeah, fight with he. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't overreact because I would be, I'm older and I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't, um, even when I was younger like that, I don't overreact to things. You have to be one, one little slip up, don't actually get me mad. Yeah. But if you continue to call me a he, then, then you know then I'm like, no, ma'am. Yeah. Stop playing with me. <laughs> but but I my one I always give people a grace of one. Yeah. yeah. And I think it also speaks to how we are just denied from public life and public spaces in general. So when we finally do get the opportunity to be in public spaces, we really don't get to enjoy it the way a normal person would enjoy it because it's like this is the the first time you know what's going on like what are these people thinking instead of just being able to be free enough to be in a moment because a, a lot of times we d how many girls have you seen that have been able to one be making the same type of money at the same time to take a girl's trip at the same time right I, that's something that i haven't been able to do with my personal girlfriends in my life right now because it's when one has it the other doesn't Don't, yeah right. so it just i think it it also kind of hints at how us being denied from public spaces. B before you finish that statement, explain deny. What do you mean by deny from public spaces? So when I say deny, like a so, so like a social denial from public spaces, mm -hmm. being a trans person or being like a, a visibly um, trans person, usually we don't get to have the the privilege to have access just to be in social spaces like going to the movies going shopping at a supermarket like stuff that cisgender people typically take for granted we as trans people don't get to do it let alone do it in a group of people so we don't get to do it freely because there are consequences yeah there are public ridicule there is um, really that's the main thing it's yeah. just like motherfuckers being disrespectful like I can't go to the movie if, if I'm visibly trans I can't go to the movies just like you can without somebody behind me in the line is that a man? Yeah, I think that's a man I, ugh. <laughs> laughing and making little kikis and jokes yeah. and that's just a mild that's yeah. just a mild reaction sometimes it's negative what the fuck yeah. that's a dude oh hell no all that kind of shit. And so now this thing where I'm coming to have fun that you get I'm using the, as my self-care. Yeah, you get denied the experience of just being amongst the people. Right. 
and just having like that regular that regular experience and a lot of times we are relegated to like for instance the ballroom scene where we create because it's a safe space it's our space right yeah but a lot of times we would like to go out and just just do regular stuff go work out you know in a in a public common area but for a lot of us, it's just so hard, or we we don't really get to have those experiences till we get in our forties and our fifties, mm-hmm. and we're like socially like decades behind our cisgender counterparts. So. Right, and then this is also where allies come into play because it's been a lot of times where situations like that have been diffused because an ally didn't just become j- didn't just sit there and be complacent. Yeah, like they may not want to say nothing because for whatever reason. But it's been a lot of times I've been in situations, especially when I was younger, where somebody said, "What the fuck? Mind your own business. They're not bothering you. Yeah, like leave people alone." And it kind of diffused the situation. Um, you know, and I think that's where allies come in because if we say something it can escalate into violence it could escalate into something where we're the one removed from the situation it can escalate into the police getting called and we get locked up or yeah we get all kind of stuff all types of collateral um consequences mm-hmm. so it j- just on a personal note i just craved like especially this summer i've just given myself permission to be in certain spaces where i thought in my mind that i could not be give me an example just like going outside to work out in my workout clothes. However, if I'm real that day or I'm feeling clocky, just giving myself permission, however I look, without my hair, with my workout pants on. Right. And if I pass, great. If I don't, the point is, I just want to work out. I just want to be outside. I just right. want to come and be going to, like I went to a black party um, for black people on the South side in Chicago, just giving myself to go out and be amongst the people. And granted, I, I do have a certain level of realness, but there was like a mouth situation where I, th- I think somebody got clocked and you know what the trade give. They go, man, man. But I'm like, you know what? I'm going to pay this because I'm not going to let somebody deny me the experience to be out here with an, an experience that I've denied myself for a lot, like ever since I was trans, because I thought as long as I'm trans, I'm not granted access to these spaces or I'm not wanted in these spaces. Like right. I, I want to live a full life just like anybody right. else. I want community. I'm yeah. black and yeah. I want community. And a black party is a perfect example of where black people go to have community. It's not just a ballroom. It's, it's black yeah. people. And so not fucking this up for me. I, I, I can... You fucking this up by, for, to me, for me by doing this bullshit, by calling me out, by calling me a man, blah, blah, blah. I can respond to it and make the situation even worse, or I can just pay it yeah, and continue to stay in this space. And yeah. so you've learned the lesson of, I'm not going to let you deny this. No, like I want, I want to, I'm going to live a full, I just, I don't want to be in the house. I don't want to be limited to just having a, a digital online web life where I'm creating a community. I want to get out and I'm, but I also realize that that takes a lot of courage and I realize the community that we're in that not, not everybody is going to be on that way because they do have legitimate concerns. But I know for me, I'm very intentional about the life that I want to create and I want to get out there. Like I want to, exp- I want to live life. I Like I've been going to the beach all summer in my bathing suit and like you going to get whatever body I have that right. day. Right. And I think one of one of the beautiful things about um Pot and Live in New York that um T with Queen and Jay throws is that it is it is uh, like upfrontly centering 
everybody who who is queer, who is, you know, whatever. As long as you black, you accepted in this space and we ain't gonna have that shit. Yeah. And so you can come in the space no matter what you are black and enjoy your fucking self and not worry about because it be straight niggas in there you it's no kind of extra shit it's just really comfortable it's really you know it's just really cool and so having a space like that where you can just come and have fun is beautiful so shout out to them for doing that yeah so the next scene is blanca and angel are headed into the water but when they go, but before they actually get to the water, they're having a conversation and Blanca is confronting her. Not confronting her, but Have saying, you been keeping your uh, promise? Have you keep, uh, right. Have you been hitting... Because the, the promise was would, um, Blanca would hold her hand while they're swimming in the, the beach. And then Blanca flips it on Angel and is like, have you been keeping your promise of not uh, doing any more cocaine? Right. And so Angel was like, yes, I have. And she was like, I got people watching and <laughs> da, 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 da. But she said, you know, I haven't done anything. And they have a little moment, you know, where she's like, you know, I want I want better for you. And, you know, she was like, well, maybe once everything gets settled down, we can me and Poppy can move back in with you. She was like, nah, like you can have your own place and have your own kids and yeah. blah, 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 blah. You out, you out the nest now. So, you know, this is this is live where you supposed to live your life. Exactly. Yes. So they jump into the water and the scene, that's literally when the scene of Lulu and um, the conversation about candy about conversation about candy happens. But all of a sudden we hear Angel screaming like, oh, my God, lifeguard, come help. And so clearly Blanca, the guy, Mother Nature, done away. <laughs> Mother Nature done got her together in the water and Angel can't help her because Angel can't swim. <laughs> and so the lifeguard, fine ass, sexy. Um, neon, neon um, speedo. Yeah, meet just out. <laughs> <laughs> so he runs, doing his little Baywatch thing and tips, and saves Blanca and pulls her to the beach and does um, the CPR Heimlich CPR on her. You know, the other girls are distraught and like, oh my god, like we can't be a, another bitch dying. Damn. <laughs> and so, of course, um, she wakes up and. You know, she's looking love on the sand. <laughs> hey, mm. hey, how are you doing? Indian wave, freshly <laughs> right. curled, because right. she's in the water. Right. So it was cute. So the next scene cuts to all of the girls back at the house and Electra confronting the gimp about not having any alcoholic beverages back at the house. Right. They had some scotch. Yeah, it's but that that wasn't fancy enough for Miss Electra. You know, nothing right. nothing is ever fancy or high class or hardy toddy for her. So it's at this moment that she decides we're gonna go out um, on the town and um, go dine, fine yeah. dining. Right? We're gonna, yeah. But in this moment, um, Blanca is telling um, basically her fantasy about the about the lifeguard. Oh yeah. And Lulu is like, yes, bitch, get your life. Yes. <laughs> Yes, and she was like, you know, Lulu was telling her that she she felt like she felt some kind of spark or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they end up going to the restaurant, and they tip in from the beginning of when they tip in. Ultimate shade, ultimate shade from the host, the mega shade, right? <laughs> so they take they ask, can they get a, a table at? the window yes but she says that they're all taken weird and then that she gives her a table 
closest to the door. <laughs> so they sit down. They don't care. They All sit that down. symbolism right All there. That. Sits them closest to the door, sits down, and they started to order their food. And drinks, because <laughs> that was the point. Long Island iced teas <laughs> Long, for everybody. Exactly. They look. Um, they all looked really kind. They I all looked they all look really lovely. nice. Yeah. Yes. So, Becky <laughs> prepped table Tammy. <laughs> table Tammy <right laughs> comes up to their table, and well, well, they have their dinner, and then Blanca gets up to go to the bathroom because she's full on the drinks. Right. And she then while Blanca be. is gone, that's when table t- enter table Tammy. She commenced to basically tell them that... Doing what white people do. Overstepping their boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> minding everybody else's business. But their own, or but the things that they need to be minding. Um, and tell them that you know, basically, I clocked y'all. This is not the space for y'all. Or even before that, y'all were being too loud. Y'all being now that's that's an attack on the blackness. Yes, <laughs> know that yes. for sure. This so is this, this is a very intersectional offense. Absolutely, which we will unpack. Right. So this was an attack on their blackness. Black girls cannot be any motherfucking where without our our natural personalities being policed. Right. Yes. I've 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 been I've been in this situation with cis girls. I've been in this situation with cis boys, not just black girls, but black boys too. If they're if they're laughing and having a good time, oh y'all need to calm down. Y'all being too loud. Blah 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 blah. It's all our, our actions as black people having fun. You got to motherfucking come and call the police. You got to call the authorities. We've seen this multiple times in this day and age because we have video and we have phone. So. No, gone because of technology. Gone are the days where, when we tell people that this shit happens, that they can't believe us. Because prior to phone technology and all of that, we would tell people like, "There's a lot of microaggressions that happens as and a black we would just person." Get ga- gaslighted, gaslight, 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 and they would be like, "Oh no, you don't think that was just you? You don't think that just was you know you may- maybe." Just because you're black and you was raised that racism exists and, you know, you just was thinking that because you were trained to think everything is about race. It really happened, bitch. Bitch, it really happens. And this is one of those moments that we've seen in our lives constantly that black people go through. Our our personhood and our uh, any kind of joy, our black joy happening, being policed. There's a quote that I saw on social media that um that said that black girls and black women will always be too loud in a world that never meant to hear them or a world that always meant to silence them. Absolutely. So it, it instantly took me back to that and it instantly took me back to some of the incidents that you named, um, specifically the black women who were on like a wine touring trip and that were kicked off in the Napa train Valley. because they were quote unquote too loud. And this is like Miss Thing. Y'all are just as loud as us as somebody that is in space where there's minimal people of color i i hear everything and it's loud and it's boisterous and it's obnoxious and it takes up but again it's an attack on blackness thing that who you are naturally as a human does not belong in this space right and you should not feel comfortable to want to be a part of this space and then when we call it out the gaslighting this is a quote that's that speaks to the gaslighting um it was a quote by walter johnson he says one of the most durable paradoxes of white supremacy is the idea that those who are closest to its experience of expression 
are the least credible witnesses. Mm. Boom. Definitely. Like you, because a tool of white supremacy is gaslighting and saying that because you are so close to it, because you have been affected by racism, you're going to think everything is racism. You're going to think everything is racism. You're going to think everything is about your skin. You're going to think everything is about your blackness. But in a white supremacist world, everything and being black, everything is a lot rooted in racism. Yes. <laughs> That's just what it is. Yes. And so we, we, we can just see it because this is how we, we, what we were raised in this fucking murky ass water. We was raised in this. And so we know what it is. So the first attack was the first on layer. <laughs> the first layer was an attack on blackness. Now let's go on to that queerness. You're right. <laughs> Continue. So, <laughs> so the next read once. So Electra, not phased by this surface level attack, she she responds and says, "What do you really mean? Like, what is this about? Why are you over here?" So that's when Table Tammy proceeds to say that she's from. Um, um downtown new york or she works in new york so she knows when um a man is dressing up as a woman and she's looking at three men dressed up as a woman in front of her now right so now you have tacked a, a transness the queerness you have ta- uh, you, for some reason you think that we came here to fool you you so you gotta prove some kind of way and show some kind of evidence. Oh, I'm hip. I know. I know how to see this bitch. Probably one of the same people in one of the Vogue classes trying to gentrify <laughs> Vogue. See how you see right. how they do us? Right, exactly. <laughs> they take they take your stuff, act like they originated it, but don't want to let you into their spaces. Exactly, exactly. So she was like, take that shit back downtown. This is subject. And when I want to see you, I'll play for I'll pay to be in one of Damon's clubs. Exactly. So, Electra being Electra, being the girl that she is, that we need, the effective girl that she is, doing what she does best. She stands up and read the motherfucking eyes as T.S. Masters would say, read the motherfucking eyes off her. And not only reads her at first, takes a break, get a sip of water, mm-hmm. <laughs> and reads her some more. Um, and reads her on the basicness that a lot of these folks are. Mm-hmm. Just a basic, you are a basic bitch. That, you, you are intimidated just by our mere presence. Mm-hmm. And we've been through so much that we... We, we earned we, our spot here. Yeah. And we're not going anywhere which goes back to what you said like you're not about to deny us this experience we can be here yes end of story we can be here we're just drinking go sit your just ass trying to down. have a good time amongst just each like other you. after all of the tragedy that we experience we've experienced mm-hmm. we're just trying to have a good time and really an electro hit the nail on the head a lot of the issue that cis people have with trans people is because we have struggled and we have fought and we've had to interrogate ourselves in order to infirm ourselves, that really makes a lot of people uncomfortable that have the privilege to not do those things. Exactly. Because our very essence cha- it shatters your whole world. It challenges How everything. can you be this bold? How can you be this centered? How can you be this, this actualized? In my presence, when I have lived my life of conforming to patriarchy, I have lived my life to conforming to beauty standards that are not my own. I have lived my life conforming to what mama and daddy told me to put. I got my little 
my little preppy school stuff because it's how I, they told me I'm supposed to dress as a classy woman. All these things I have conformed to to try to get access to whatever this patriarchy is giving me. And here you are. And here you are with your motherfucking black trans ass. The nerve of you coming in this space, the opposite of what I was taught <laughs> to do to get access to this space. And here you are. And How I, dare you? I deal with this in a law school in the legal environment every day. And there's some people that I feel that they instantly can't take me because it's just like. you supposed to be on a host roll. Yeah. How did you get here? <laughs> how? It's like, but baby, if you really knew, you would want to be on this team. Right. Because if you knew everything I had to do to get here. I got some lessons for you to learn, baby. But yeah, I deal with that on a regular Absolutely. basis. So, so Electra sends table Tammy on her way <laughs> after she picked her face up off the floor. <laughs> right. Pick she, your face up. Go ahead and take it, that pale pasty face and sit it over there by the window with your girlfriends who didn't come over here to support you. Cause no. Because they, they didn't want to get rid no. either. The fragility <laughs> of white feminism. <laughs> Thank you. So the scene then cuts to Blanca coming out of the bathroom. So when she once she comes out of the bathroom, she sees Adrian. Uh-huh. Um, the lifeguard. The, name, the lifeguard, um, whose name was Adrian. She sees him at the telephone, um, I guess, talking to his grandmother. So she goes up to him, taps him. Oh, no, he introduces himself. They have a um, little exchange he talks about how soft her lips are. It was something. It was something cute about her lips, and um, she said something about how he slobbered over her. Uh-huh. So then he instantly goes to, "What are you doing tonight? Do you want to walk on the beach?" Right, because he comes out there. This is some kind of part time thing for him. Yeah, he come, yeah. he's been coming to the beach for like six years, mm-hmm. and this is his little summer job, and. He he want he wants to clearly you see the spark you see the magic mm-hmm. and it was just re, it was just refreshing to um see because Miss Block has been kind of dry this yeah. season especially like, her love life yeah because we ain't seen a love life since last season when last she was season, dating the chaser the, train, the chaser yes yeah. okay so th- this was this was cute this was cute. So she goes back to the table and the girls clearly something happened but they don't really get into it. They no. can, the scene goes back to. She said she says that um he wants to that he wants to take her for a stroll on the beach. Right. So Adrian tells Blanca that he wants to take her on the stroll to the beach. So when Blanca and her girls go back to the house, they are ta- discussing the mo- discussing her doing that. Yeah. So in that moment, she was like I want to go on the beach with Trey and da 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 da. So yeah, who wouldn't want to go on the beach with Trey? Exactly. <laughs> While I'm here, I will go on the beach with Trey. Exactly. So Electra was like, "Did you tell him your tea?" And she was like, "No. <laughs> I just want. I'm just enjoying it. We not fucking like we just on strolling on the beach." Mm-hmm. And Electra is being the concerned person because that could be dangerous. Contrasted you know. to Angel and Lulu, who are saying, "Yes, girl, yeah. get your get your <laughs> life, Miss Thing, work." So they're being like the the devil and the angel, angel on the shoulders. So this is about enjoying the moment. And versus disclosing, which can ruin the moment. You feel what I'm saying? So how do you feel about that? 
Well, this is something that I personally struggle with because because being a trans woman, we all know like the the just the dangers of dating and navigating and just having to be hyper aware all the time it just takes a toll on you but then when you have opportunities like that to happen where maybe it's just not sex but it's just opening yourself to get to know somebody and you necessarily don't want to have that conversation of your tea again it it plays into you denying yourself of these opportunities just to be the regular girl and just to have the moment so it, you just get into these situations where like well do i just shut it down because i'm just so worried and the danger or it's just like do i live in the moment do I and live in a because you, yeah, you never know person. you never know what could happen. It could be your man, or it could just be a really great time on vacation. So kind, kind of trying to, again, on the my path of like reclaiming my life and enjoying my life, giving myself permission, even in the face of danger, to have these normal experiences. Because as a woman, I do want affection, I do want attention, I do want the magic. Like why can't why can't we have those experiences? Right. Why are we? So I kind of I kind of felt for Blanca in that moment because that's and, something that I'm working through. And then in that moment, you are the you and your girlfriends are the person who is trying to deny you. When we were just talking about the block party, it was the outside people yeah. trying to die and deny you the space. But now in this moment, is your insecurities and your girlfriend's care and one is care. It's not coming from a bad place, yeah. but knowing the dangers and but they're trying to deny you access to that normalcy. And then sometimes I've been the electric girl and I'm like, girl, did you tell uh -huh. him T or did you well mm, well you girl, you know what happens to girls like us and you you know so it's kind of like me but I've also been the um, the angel and the Lulu's like, oh, girl, he was fine and he had body down. Girl, have had fun. Yeah, yeah, so it's just, it's just hard being a girl and just trying to date and just trying to have those moments that cishet people take for granted. And I know it's a different circumstance, but but what what it made me what made me see a connection with cis women when I was in college and I would go out of town with um, my cis girlfriends and I was the only trans person in the clique. I would see them because we're in a whole different city. So say we on college campus and this is they're they're playing the good girl role. Like they're not playing the whole role. They're not playing, you know, they're trying to keep their class about them because they don't want rumors to start about yeah. them. But when we go out of town, bitch, and we meet somebody, this is the moment hot where Hot Girl Summer. Hot girl summer, baby. <laughs> we can, you know, you meet a hot boy and let's go to the hotel or whatever let's hook up let's do our thing because what stays what happens here stays here and you know you're just trying to enjoy the moment but there's some girls who can't enjoy the moment because they're so indoctrinated in this i'm trying to be a good girl thing that it for it denies them you see what i'm saying it denies them from this experience that could be good because mm -hmm. these are the rules these are the rules and i i, I feel like oh girl and it could be 
the same clique of girls, your friends, one girl is on one shoulder saying, bitch, no, don't be a hoe. You know, that's not classy. <laughs> body that's count, not, girl. Your body count is going to take it up. Da, 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 da. Don't do it. And then you got the other girls, bitch, here we're fine. Let's wear it out, bitch. We on vacation. Mm. We in Jamaica, bitch. Get that dick. Blah, blah. What time we need to come back? Call, text us when y'all done. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? So... And I and I could see that kind of dynamic happen in the cis woman world. Not same circumstances, not same level yeah. of danger, but where they have this where as women, we always are being getting our moments policed. No shade. I just this episode, it was very refreshing to see kind of like the parallels to like a waiting to excel or like mm-hmm. a girl's trip. Yeah. Just showing that normalization that we as trans women in our sisterhood is a very reminiscent of that mm-hmm. type of unity and sisterhood and going right. through stuff together and the trip. So it kind of like there were a lot of moments in the show where it's just like it it reminded me of like w- watching one of those movies and yeah. those are movies that are near and dear to me as well too. right because we're black and because we're, we're women. black women yeah it, that we we can we have had a lot of practice in in seeing reflections of ourselves in cis heteronormative lives because we don't have any other representation representation yeah. so seeing this was kind of refreshing because this is us this is um this is the the girls. We we've all had these kind of conversations. Yes. We've all had these kind of battles within us in regards to when to disclose, when not to disclose. Do we do we want to enjoy the moment? Um, telling a dude or not telling him because if I don't plan on fucking you, why do I need to tell you? This is true. You see what I'm saying? Like, or if I just plan on kissing you. Yeah, and then is that going too far? Is that crossing the line? Who should I be respecting here? Would he respect me? And then Blanca has multiple T's. So, like, that too. I didn't didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, it's... You know, it it definitely is was a great scene to see on television because that's why this show is kind of groundbreaking because we get to see some of our we get to explore on national TV some yeah. of the things that we go through and 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 knowing that other people are seeing it that are that is not in our community I think it does give a level of normalcy and they can see a reflection in them in themselves and their experience in there too. Yeah. So then the scene goes to. Blanca and Adrian walking on the beach and there there's instantly conversation about what Adrian does. Adrian mm-hmm. uh, is a doctor he, right. back in New York City. He's in residency and he comes here to this particular area as a lifeguard. He's been coming for the past six summers and this is what he do- does to make ends meet. So then, naturally, the conversation goes to, well, Blanca, what do you do? And Blanca is given, I'm in the beauty industry. I do um, nails. Mostly nails. Yeah. Yeah. So then the conversation, within that, her talking, she uses the term community, or she, she talks about community. So then... Adrian wants her to elaborate like what is this community like what it, what are you talking and I'm keen about this because I recently had a situation that I'll get to later that is kind of similar to this so once he asks about um, community that's when it comes to the point of um, do I, I tell him or do I not tell yeah. him yeah it seems like I guess he already knew yeah so I can't remember if she said do you know about 
basically it gets to the point where he says i already know uh-huh meaning he already knows that she's a trans woman uh-huh so then she asks well have you ever messed with a trans person before mm-hmm. he says no which he says no and then <laughs> <laughs> he says let's explore no that. let's explore that so i think that comes with maturity as well i think because we are experienced trans women Yes. Our mind always goes to, yeah, right. <laughs> like, if they say they never messed around before, we like, okay, girl. <laughs> and let me say why I'm apprehensive about, about that. Because usually when a guy is a first-timer, for me, in my experience, they won't say anything at all. But then when it comes time to us having our first sexual experience, our first sexual encounter and nervousness from their end that's when they'll blurt it out because i'll instantly like sense the hesitation like in their energy or their spirit and i'm like what's going on and they're like this is the first time i've ever done and like you can actually see like a physical like response but usually when i when i've been talking to guys and it's just us having conversation and they say that it's just some type of mechanism so they can uh play play off this appearance that they're they're quote unquote a hundred percent um straight mm. so me me personally i don't i personally prefer guys that it's not their first time just because of every just because of how i perceive that the interaction will be and pers- personally i prefer prefer a man that has had experiences with the girls and that's more freer in his expressions or his interactions with the girls because it just makes for a more pleasurable experience on both ends whether it's a sexual connection or it's just us talking or getting to know each other i just for me i don't like i don't like dealing with the first timers and just having to navigate those waters and those things that will come up when you're dealing with somebody that is truly a first timer so for me i think i've gotten there i've i've evolved to that yeah as i've gotten older yeah as have i yeah so when i was younger there was a level of prestige in turning a nigga out yeah there was a level of um being and i think back in the day niggas knew that and that's why it it became common for it to for them to say it was their first time yes because they knew through conversation with the girls that there was a prestige in that and so It, it makes them more desirable it makes them more desirable um it makes me feel like oh i get to you know, introduce you to this. I'm going to give you my all because I'm trying to make it a wonderful experience. You know, that and that. (laughs) It makes the negotiations interesting. It makes the, um, you know, it's just, it's just, for me, I, 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 I prided myself on being the first girl when yeah. I was younger. Or being um, the only girl that he's ever messed with. Uh-huh, so then when you were around your sisters, it's like, well, can't nobody say that he's they've played with him or had uh-huh. him because I'm the only girl and he only messes with the real girls. Yeah, it's, it's all, all of that. Did I trigger something, Diamond? Yes, <laughs> yeah. that's, but that's totally true. <laughs> yes, that's totally true. You can, it's, it's, it's a badge of honor. It's it's a pooch little session. It's a, you know, it's something. Yes. But then it stopped being something when you in a situation where you realize a nigga done lied about it. Mm-hmm. 
when you're in a situation where I think that and there's a level of it I think that stems from that cis heteronormative prize of virginity. Mm-hmm. That prize of being somebody's first. I think it stems from a level of it stems from that too, where you ain't been used up. Yeah. You ain't been spread all around. You're not a chaser. You're not a chaser. Da, 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 da. I think there is um, a level that comes from cis-heteronormativity as well. It comes from a place of validation. Um, It comes from, I'm so real that I'm able to do this. This magical thing when it... No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the evolution where I'm like, no, you ain't got... You could be the... The brickiest girl, and just because this one night you run into this train that's sickening, and he feeling it, and he that horny enough, he'll yeah, do it. he'll do it. You feel what I'm saying? So it wasn't. Um, once I learned that and saw that, and then I'm seeing niggas who I'm thinking, um, yeah, I'm their first trans person, but they've been matching with Butch Queens yeah. for years. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And you learned that. That's how and- they munch so well. Quiet as his cut. But that's a, that's another topic. That's, that's another, another topic. topic. So I'm, I'm yes. sorry. So yeah. And so <laughs> when you go through experience and you go through life experience and you see all of these things happening, it stops being prestigious. It starts to be like girl, boom, and then it goes to, especially when you your sexual appetite gets a little bit more expansive. Yeah. When when the things when I was younger. Being it was very cis heteronormative sex, stuff. just yeah. nor- not really, but <laughs> but you For all be- intents and purposes, yeah. But so- now I know that when I'm in a bedroom with a man who quote unquote identifies as straight, we are not having straight. Um, interactions period it's very queer now yeah. i know a, some for a, a lot of people especially in our community they're resistant to that mm-hmm. but for me in my evolution i had to realize that no this is queer and i had to get comfortable with saying that because in Absolutely. a bedroom i have to ask for what i want right i have to put out what i want so right. that i can make the most of my like at least sexual experiences would do so I'm getting what I want. He's getting what he wants. Exactly. Because if we're both, and I don't want to say pretending, pretending isn't the right word. Um, But for the lack of a better word, I'm going to say pretending. If we're both pretending to be this this heteronormative thing and not queer, as you said, then that lends itself to me being treated like used. a cis, <laughs> used like a cis woman. Not 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 orgasming yes. or because if you talk to a lot of cis women or you look at they a lot of get, sassies, they, they don't orgasm from <laughs> regular heterosexual sex. Exactly. So you got this nigga just fucking getting doing, his nut. Getting his nut and then you're just the tool to get that nut. And so and I had to learn that I like these things. I, first of all, I had to accept in myself that I like these things. And, and that they don't make and you less of a woman. Exactly, because that's what it was. If I was getting head, if I was plunging, yeah. <laughs> if I was poking, if I, whatever I was doing, it would make it would make me feel less of a woman because you're using the parts of you that is associated with manhood. Yeah. So 
in 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 navigating that space and getting over that and realizing that this is the body that I was born with, this is the body that I, I have, and in order for me to get the fullness in its sexual pleasure, these are the things that I have to do. And so, if you want to sleep with me, if you want to be invited to my bedroom, if you want this consent in exploring my body, then that includes mutual pleasure. Mm-hmm. It includes both of us getting off. So you decide how I how I navigate it is you decide how far you want to go. Long as I get my nut, whatever you want to do, I'm down with that. Whether that be whether that be if I'm just the bottom and you just give me head, or you want me to top you, however, whatever you comfortable with, then you know, cool. What what we gonna do? And navigating that space and navigating that pleasure got me used to a certain level of openness in regards to the bedroom. And usually you don't get that kind of openness from first timers. And that's why you said what you said. That's why we are how we are now as we've gotten older, because I don't want you to be a first time. Yeah, and usually it's a you it's a spirit of hesitation that you can just feel on them. Right. They're like trying to sit away from you. They're trying to do the session and keep all of their clothes on and put their hood over there. Like you feel like even before you touch them, like you feel it. And for me, that triggers like feelings of like discomfort and like not being safe. So clearly not being safe and not being enough and not being, um, also for me, it triggers, uh, a devil's complex. I just said that out of my mind just because I didn't, of them I didn't, thinking that you're a devil. Yes, yeah, like, I, like I get I'm, what you're talking about. I'm t- I'm taking you to the pits of hell. Yeah, I'm taking you to this temptus, this place where I'm the temptress. Yeah. I'm the succubus. I I'm just the, I just sinned because we did this yes, thing, and now it, I have to repent. And yeah, cry I'm the, I'm the vessel of your. Or don't ever call me sin. again. Yeah. or that that Jekyll High, like right after yeah. they bust their nut and they turn into a different person. Yeah, and, that shit. It's yeah. But in, inside, not just them, inside of me, like I don't mm. want to be the devil for something. No, no. If this is if this is your if this is your um don't your project gateway, your issue onto exactly. me. Exactly. If this is your gateway to sin, I don't want to be that. No. If this is your gateway to pleasure and happiness and fun and exploration, I don't mind being that. But if you're if you are if your decision is to I have been tempted by the devil and you are my you are me giving in to the devil i don't want to be that i don't want to be that person so if we had that conversation i've had that conversation with men and i'm like i don't want to be that for you so no thank you that ruined the session for me if we're exploring and you're just curious but if you literally tell me that this is you biting the apple no. <laughs> no, I don't like Cause, that because we don't know where that could go or where that could exactly lead where that could lead. I don't really think that far in it, but that's true. I don't know where that. I could usually lead. think about the nine worst things that could happen <laughs> in every situation, <laughs> and how do we plan for nine of those? Yeah, <laughs> for me, I don't want to be the devil on the show on your shoulder. <laughs> I don't want to be your apple. I don't want to be no. that. That makes me feel uncomfortable, and so have a good day, sir. Yeah, and I, I feel like <laughs> I'm experienced, so. I need to be open to you. You need to be open to me. We don't need to be lying about, you know, our intentions. Right. So, Blanca has a great little non-sexual time with this guy. Yeah. She exchanged numbers and she goes back to the house. So, of course, because she's Got late. Got the pumps on. Yeah. She had back I, to the house. I hope she wasn't still wearing them pumps on the sand. <laughs> <laughs> you know Blanca. Uh, so, I feel like um, 
I, she just had a good time. It looked she was strolling back in like, yes. And so the girls was wary because you're coming home later. We haven't heard from you. We know he didn't know your tea. So they was really wary. They was like, bitch, we was about to call the police. But once she was like, oh, it's all good. Then they're like, oh, tell us all the tea. So we have a real girl go girlfriend moment where they all are... Uh, queuing the waiting to excel count, yes. count on you through thick and thin. right yes. so they Blanca tells every tells everybody that we just had a good time he was a gentleman I it was romantic I gave him my number and if it's nothing nothing more than this it was good it was a great moment yeah. if nothing comes from it I today uh, tomorrow I can say I was on the beach with a handsome ass man that treated me great yeah and Watching that, it just felt really good to watch because, like, like I said, in my personal growth, it's about making the most of moments. You know, being girls like us, trying to find, like, meaningful, true relationships is hard, but it's it's about opening yourself up to just having those moments and really cherishing those moments And because it's not often that we get attention or we get to experience affection. So when we do, this is a really good, positive thing. So it just felt really good seeing that on TV and then just seeing Blanca having that experience, especially coming off the heels of the previous episode um, the tap between her and pray tell where she was like you don't know what how lonely it is to have this disease as a woman dealing with straight men right and just the loneliness of that so just to just to be able to have that break that te- even even if it's temporary from the loneliness to just right. have that affection to have that moment it felt really good to watch that and i think it's important for black women of cis or trans experiences is to take those moments yeah like it, even if you're making them yeah like it's really important for you in your life to my cousin is here from out of town and she's here by herself because she took the time she's like look i need to get away before you know i go back to work i I, I need this moment. And so those moments where you actually take them, mm-hmm. you don't let anybody stop them and deny you of this kind of this kind of moment to take care of yourself and enjoy the moment. Enjoy being with your girlfriends. Enjoy being with your man. Enjoy being with a guy friend. Enjoy being with people who you love or if you gay a girlfriend, whatever. Mm-hmm. Be enjoy the moment because this world is not set up for us to for the moments to last for the moments forever. to last forever. When you have an up, there will be a down. Bam. So they go to bed and in the morning we go the scenes cuts to Electra. The, the hot garage. <laughs> the Electra in the hot garage. She is untying her gimp. She is telling him, all right, darling, it's time for us to go back. Let me undo you and blah, 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 blah. And he's kind of in this like, oh, yes, I just had a wonderful time. I'm all slippery under this latex. uh, Yes. And I just imagine you not coming back to get me and da, 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 da. And and it triggers something in a lecture like, nigga. <laughs> Do like, you know? You don't that even realize how good that you that have you have it. it. Like you don't realize the privilege that you have that you can create these moments for yourself. And some people of loneliness, and you're fetishizing this loneliness when there's people in the world who are forced in this type of loneliness. They are forced in this loneliness where they're alone and can't deal, um, are not allowed to deal with the public. And that may instantly made me think to the premiere episode when they talked about how Pray Tell's um, boyfriend 
mm-hmm. how they found him dead in his apartment. He had been dead for um, like three weeks before they found him. Right. And it was so hot in his apartment that they had to his body melted onto the, to the mattress. Yeah. 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 And there's people who live in isolation like this. Mm-hmm. And this is why it's really one of the things um, Queer Walk talk about all the time on their on their podcast is how important community is in the advancement of whatever technique that you have as your self-care. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is that you do, therapy, blah, 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 whatever it is you do to make your, your mental health great, tip-top shape, community being a part of it makes it work even better. And so people, people are not just intentionally living these lonely lives. There's a reason. There's a reason why they are in this, this position because we are a social species. Mm-hmm. So if you see somebody isolating, there's a reason. They need that kind of help. They need that kind of um that kind of community. So seeing that and um seeing Electra really clock like this nigga, you don't even know how great you have it. Mm-hmm. And and it also You're white, you're a white man, you don't have to. Yeah, and it also like that's the hardest part of trying to organize them within our own community is because we are we are surviving it and having to do it alone and when you try to you try to get us together as a community it's because we've been denied access to public spaces because we have to survive on our own it's so hard to try to um create spaces for ourselves and to build community amongst each other and that's kind of what makes us easier targets because we are alone and we mm-hmm. are by, and people prey on that right so yeah so the next scene is them headed back to the city in the car they are listening to in Vogue. hold on i love that hold song on. To your love, you got to hold on, hold on to your love, and hold on to your love, hold on to your love. (laughs) So while they're in the car, we finally get a Electra and Candy moment. I just have one question. Okay, thing I want to say. Uh huh. If Candy is a ghost. Uh huh. Why was she so greasy in the car? <laughs> <laughs> like if she was coming back, it's like, it's like this thing she could have been cool or mad or like she would, girl. She was sweating right along with um with um Angel and Lulu in the back. It's well, like this thing they couldn't they couldn't have directed the fan like directly on her. This thing she came back. The the sweat was sliding down the glasses. I'm like this thing. <laughs> she was high. Was so, it a dream? Did she? Did did she not really die when they (laughs) So we finally get that moment, and it was good because, you know, this is the abundance reunion, basically. Yeah. And, um, you know, you get that Electra and Candy moment. So that was good. That was, I definitely enjoyed that. So we get back to Blanca's house, and Blanca and Angel talk about Adrian. And she talked about exactly what we're talking about. Like, even if he doesn't call me, I gave him my number. But even if he doesn't call me, I still had a wonderful, wonderful time. A great 
just a great moment that I'll remember for the rest of my life. Back to reality. Uh, made me made me feel like that girl. Mm-hmm. And now I'm back to reality and now I can deal with my shit that I've been dealing with. So she asked Angel, Angel if she um, could stay with her for the night. I thought that was late. <laughs> because <laughs> I've been... Uh, listen, yeah. I, if I've been on a whole trip with you bitches for a week and my man is at home, I'm going to see my man. I have enough of you bitches in my face. But they I'm had a good trip. Face. It wasn't like they was reading or they, it was a big fallout. They yeah, had a day. They, but girl, keep, keep the love flowing. Keep the energy But girl, flowing. I've been with y'all for a week. No. I'll see y'all next... I might my baby's at home so don't oh, ask girl. me to stay here oh, bitch <laughs> but then, then but then <laughs> and the but plot then, thickens but then the um there the is a voicemail oh, no no, the, no it's a voicemail. voicemail yes there is a voicemail andy a angel why am i calling her everything but angel <laughs> angel um checks the voicemail and it is adrian he's left a voicemail on the um, on the phone thing, I love you know that is so you. old school with the little mini cassette yeah. with the, uh, the. But this was that time. Mm. <laughs> a I lot of y'all that. young girls won't know about that. <laughs> a lot of y'all. I love a nasty old sickening voicemail from a dude that's really just you know living for you. I live for that. Those was moments in my youth that I was like, oh, it makes me feel so special where you keep playing it over and over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I definitely thought that that was a reminiscent moment of days gone. <laughs> We will never get those days no. again. Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, Angel call, um, Blanca calls him back, and that's the end of the show. What, ah. are, you, what are your predictions for the season finale? The season finale. So, I, I well, based on the previews, somebody's in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Somebody's in the hospital. So, I don't know who could that be. Uh, probably Ricky. Could maybe Blanca. Could be. Because she hasn't had no hospital moment. No. Um, but we see that. But well, her AZT is kind of working, though. I mean. You never know. It's not 1996. It's so. not, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, Angel probably getting outed at her modeling job. Yeah, because they gotta tell the African Norman story. Mm-hmm. And the 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 child that was in the preview, Tracy she looked like she was about to spark it. Who? The, in the preview, the child was the child was like, "I always knew you would um you would make it here." But then he cut like this little look, like, "Oh, oh. I know T." Oh. So it, it could be a Tracy Africa situation, the full yeah. Tracy Africa story. Situation. They gotta tell that. Yeah, they have, yeah, to. They have to at least. That's gonna be painful to watch on TV. Yeah, That's definitely, definitely, painful. definitely. Um, yeah, I don't. That's all I can predict. Somebody's gonna be in the that hospital. body. That body stinking. Yeah. I would like to see them pin that on the landlord in some type of way and see her take the fall for that, especially if she's just doing this one season stint. I would like to see her have that, that for there to be that poetic justice. Like, girl, we're going to work this and pin. And because to be honest, when the season first started, I never thought that they would do something as as extreme as that and then keep it under wraps. Uh huh. But that was the true story. Yeah. They didn't find that body in Dorian's house until fucking. She, she was died. dead, bitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that's what's real life tea. Yeah. That's what's amazing about our stories. We have had something shit happen. Next so. season, I would like to see something about the the prison industrial 
like girls in the prison industrial mm. complex like, to have that that would be interesting yeah so I think that's what's the show, y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed it, what we explored. And I hope you enjoyed me. Yes. <laughs> I will put Brianna's links in the bottom so y'all can go check her out. Um, and her cash app because she is a law student and she, you know, if you have something to donate to her. I need all her, the help I can get. <laughs> go ahead and donate. And uh, she's a law student really, really, really battling a system that doesn't really want her there and she's just really thriving and doing her thing. She got like a year left. So if y'all want to help space her. for all of us. Yes, 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 yes. yes. So, all right. See y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's Plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We'll be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamondstylz at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. You going to say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, (laughs) y'all. Every little thing's going to be all right.